Okay, everybody, it's Connor and I. We are back. We are actually in a completely different location now than the last time you heard from us. Uh, we've now arrived and are living in Florida. So if you've been watching our YouTube feed at youtube.com slash these amazing places, you've seen us do some uh, live streaming from Universal Studios just here recently. We went to the, uh, I'm sorry, Universal Orlando. Just recently here, we went to Universal Annual Pass Holders Night. Uh, we streamed some stuff from there. Let's see here, we've released a uh, UD Foodies uh, food review of Bob Marley. and oh, We also did a short live stream of Diving Out. Okay, yeah, we did. And we also released a food review of a jacketed potato. So uh, we'll go through some of that stuff too while we're just sitting here chatting. Uh, let's see here. There are some stuff though, as far as just news and stuff, we want to jump through it quickly so that uh, we can kind of get things caught up and get ready to reboot all of this and get, get going again. Not just on uh, the videos and stuff that we're releasing on our YouTube channel, but also on getting these audio shows uh, back up and running. So we'll be right back. This is show 400 for the month of September. 2017. You're listening to Universal's Door. Find us at universalsdoor.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Okay, we're going to go through a bunch of uh, new things. Some of them may seem old. We're going to try to expand on some of these topics. And some of them might be new. So they're things that have just happened recently. Don't know how long the show will last. Could be a little bit. Could be a long time. So anyway, it's just nice to be back with everybody. And here we go. All right, Connor, let's see here. First of all, I... Okay, so we did through annual pass holder. We just got an opportunity to go to the um, uh, Universal... Orlando annual pass holders appreciation event. night. Appreciation night. Uh, we went on August the thirty first. Uh, park was slow. Yeah, nobody there, and so yeah. it was uh, it was only the Islands of Adventure side that was right. open to uh, pass holders, and that was after eight p.m. when the park closed. Um, so it was an event only and with pass holders. Wait in the park. times were nothing. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, think uh, ten minutes on Kong was the, Kong, the most yeah, that we minutes. saw. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I know it's another reason why I can say, you know, get yourself an annual pass. Even if you're making a trip, one trip a year down here, you want to spend three days, two days in the parks. If you can even set it up for an annual pass holder evening, then you're going to get some extra hours in. Um, you're also going to get those discounts on hotel. If you get a preferred pass, which is more money, but I honestly, if you're living out of state, I would not recommend it. Uh, unless you're going to eat a lot of food, uh, but uh, you'll get additional merchandise and food. And uh, hotel discounts. discounts. Yeah, but you'll get the hotel discounts too with the season and the uh, 
Power Pass. Is it, get, is it a higher discount? No, nope, it's the same thing. Oh, okay. Same thing on hotels. So that is one of the bigger places where you're going to get discounts. I have noticed lately, though, I think that their website, for instance, for Cabana is a mess compared to what it used to be. Oh. I have a very difficult time navigating it now, trying to figure out where I can put in. There used to be a little box down there to where you could put in uh, uh, APH into it, and it would give you an annual pass holder's price. And that's not even there anymore. Yeah, they now choose to open those up at only certain times in the year Yeah, to, which is uh, to pass holders. I think, I think, though, you can still call and give right. them the annual pass holder code, Yep. and they will still take it and off. That is your, what I would recommend mouth. doing. Instead of trying to navigate the website, just call them. I think maybe maybe they want you to do that. I, I don't know, but I can tell you that, um, yeah, that's what I'll do from this point if I want to book a room. Um, let's see here. Two towers have opened. The two new towers have opened uh, at Cabana Bay since we last spoke. The ones that overlook uh, Volcano Bay. Bay. Right on yep. the edge of it. Yep, um, and those look nice. Uh, you can get up to a two-bedroom in there. For around, the annual pass holders cost depends on time of the year. Around 280 to 300 bucks. It'll go up, of course, without the annual pass holders discount. And if you're going during a holiday or something, that cost is gonna go up, but it is available. And those two bedrooms look directly out and, uh, at Volcano Bay. Um, being that it's a two-bedroom, sharing that between you know two or three families, um, makes that cost go down massively. Right. Yeah. And Cabana Bay, you can't beat. No, you really can't. Especially to the view of overlooking Volcano Bay. It's just incredible to see. Next thing, too, speaking of uh, Volcano Bay and Cabana, uh, if you're staying off property or staying somewhere else on property, to get to Cabana, you have to go to really parking garage or take a shuttle into the, uh, I'm sorry, to get into Volcano Bay, you have to take a shuttle. Now, Cabana Bay has its own entrance to Volcano Bay. So if you're staying there, you sh you can uh, basically show them your ticket into your room, and boom, you're, you go through a special entrance into Volcano Bay. That helps. Um, speaking also of Volcano Bay, I, I have a note here, I didn't really expound on any, but there was a Volcano Bay annual pass holder pin that they were selling for a little while. Um, at some point I may go in there and try to see. We haven't even made it in, guys. Didn't Volcano Bay yet at all. There's just no time. As we get deeper into the show here, I'll explain to you even what's going on now that uh, is even reducing our time even more. But uh, we have it added onto our annual passes. And so at some point we will get in. Uh, Volcano Bay just to go through a quick synopsis of what's going on there, the Tapu Tapu system has not worked well at all. And so a lot of people are waiting hours to get onto rides. Sometimes I've seen people show that they have like a 30 minute wait and they're doing other things waiting for the 30 minute to come up to go on like say Krakatoa Coaster, I think it's what it's called, uh, the water coaster. And all of a sudden it'll get down to five minutes or whatever and all of a sudden the wait time will go back to 45 minutes. I've seen that happen with a few people now. Uh, a lot of people are really unhappy with that fact. The, also, they're having a lot of problems with capacity for the parks. Right now they're saying really a, a decent capacity is about 4,000 people, which is very little. So, hey, haven't heard that clock in a long time and it's uh, up and running again now. So <laughs> say hello to Big Ben. 
<laughs> it's back in action. Oh, the other thing with Tapu Tapu, they were supposed to have uh, interactive areas in the rides to where you could scan them and it would cause like these lights to come up inside of the tunnels and stuff. Some of those were. Um, yeah. Not, some. I don't think so on the rides. No, I, I know on the water rides, I think that they worked on the, uh, oh, what is it? the lazy rivers. And then there's some stuff up inside the volcano where you can scan them and it works and the thing talks to you and stuff like that. But okay. yeah, I don't know that it's ever become what they thought as big as they wanted it to be right and so they're they're really having a lot of um problems still with volcano bay um i don't think rides are going down as much but um just with capacity they're having issues they'll get it worked out kind of hard to have rides going down when it's just a slide for the most part well several slides and stuff going on but uh but yeah they're having their issues we're going to keep an eye on it over time they should get that worked out uh, would I suggest trying to, yeah, if you're coming down on vacation, a ticket to the park for one day to Volcano Bay is $67. I, for that, I would say give it a shot. Make sure, though, uh, the park, even though it's listed as opening at 9 a.m., they're actually opening at 8.30. You want to be there at 8.30. And that's, and for, um, that's for hotel guests. Uh, I think, no, correct. they're opening it to everybody All at this? 8.30. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, for some hotel guests, they're opening an hour before that, so you're talking about walking in at 7.30. It's hot enough down here that it probably doesn't matter. But the earlier you get there, the better, because commonly, I mean, it's it's at capacity by 9.15. Right. So you may want to make sure to get down there as early as possible. Okay, and as far as menus, food, they when Volcano Bay first opened, they had a really vast array of things that they were offering. Since then, what have they done, Connor? They've just completely uh, destroyed that. They took away, um, I think it was 30, 30, items, right? yeah, 30 items and replaced them, replaced all of those items with four, four different things of which they were like hot dogs and corn dogs and hamburgers. Chicken tenders and hamburgers. Yeah. yeah so, so they just kind of gave up. They truthfully just gave up. Yeah. So that was disappointing to see because I really wanted to get in there to try some of the food because yeah. it was different. And so we can only hope maybe as they figure some of the other things out, maybe they'll be able to reinstate some of those things onto the menu. But because yeah, it's kind of disappointing to have that tropical feel to the entire area, but then not have the food to go along with it. Okay, well, I don't want to uh, bash too much on Volcano Bay. Yeah. So it's an we'll option. Get there We're coming into we'll, the cooler we'll months now, so a lot of people may not really care as much about it as we come into the, to the fall and winter. But this is the time maybe when we hope to be able to go in and check well, it out. Yeah, when we get in there, we might completely change our minds on right. it. Right, right. So these are, yeah, we're just going by what we've heard and seen so far. All right, I do have a note here about the Invisible Man and the Dark Universe may not happen. Do you remember anything on that when I um, made this note? I know that uh, the mummy did not do well at all I think that they were still doing. I think they were still going to do the rest of the films. And the Invisible Man was going to be Johnny Depp, right? Yes, Johnny Depp with uh, Tim Burton again. Okay. So we'll see. Uh, they, I know that they were really pushing to get the Dark Universe thing going. So it's hard for me to believe that that's not going to happen. Uh, it is now September 5th today, 6th today. And we have no Harry Potter celebration dates. And this time last year, I believe they were released. Uh, uh, this is something that happens here in just a few months. 
Yeah. We have no deep yeah, dates. We have nothing. Yeah, and they, they keep pushing it back further and further with each year. So that's kind of becoming worrying. Again. Yeah. That the talent may year, not be there. Or, well, last year they they oh. did deliver on talent, but the rest of the event yeah, they really they, didn't deliver on. Do you remember? On. They didn't deliver on any talent. They didn't mention talent until like... No, but I'm saying as just, far as, what was it, as, three far as the actual panel goes, yeah. they did deliver on a good cast of... But they uh, announced it. ...of people. Who was going to be in it like a month before that? Yeah. I mean, it was... Yeah, it but was they not they did at least deliver on some good actors yeah. that uh, that ended up coming. Yeah, but uh, the rest of the the rest of the event kind of fell apart. They didn't make um, really any good announcements there. I didn't feel um, anything that there was anything big. Like they never announced that uh, Dragon Challenge was closing. They could have announced that there. Yeah, and they could have teased maybe what was coming next after that, even well, though which it's, is what we had hoped. Even though it still might be a, a, a way ways away, they could have teased anything, um, and that's partially Universal's fault. That's partially the fault of Pottermore because they've come up, uh, come out with a bunch of things on the new websites um, since then, and so it was just kind of all around uh, a lot of people that didn't make good announcements. So that was kind of disappointing to well, see. And they did just do a uh, function there for MuggleNet. Oh yeah, MuggleNet right? Live just did a um, a panel there, which was free. Uh, RSVP basically. Uh, I don't think it was free. You had to pay for a ticket. Oh okay, I, yeah, from I didn't MuggleNet. know. Yeah, okay. neither did I until after the uh, the event was already done. Yeah, somehow. I hadn't heard about it until I saw people. But I guess about if it. you were part of MuggleNet, you would have been told. Yes, I would have been. So, but we're it seemed like a good time. That. <laughs> but the thing yeah. is, that was for the 19-year Yeah, because September 1st was the, uh, it was the day uh, to the year uh, from the epilogue of the final Harry Potter film and from the books. Okay. Uh, well, as I said, we'll be back with uh, more information on Harry Potter celebration when we get it. Um, let's see here. Hogsmeade Christmas lighting show. That'll actually be in Hogsmeade and then in London also, right? Yeah, so the lighting show will happen. Uh, the lighting show will happen on the castle, the projection lighting show on will happen on Hogwarts Castle. Yeah, and then uh, they're still going to decorate Diagon Alley and London um, with different Christmas decorations. There's going to be uh, new foods. Oh, are they um, going to decorate Diagon Alley? Yes. Or just London? No, both parks. Oh, okay, then no. Yeah, both right. parks will be uh, fully decorated. And then they're also going to have new foods and also uh, new performances by Celestina Warbeck and the Banshees and the Frog Choir. Okay. All right, good. So we're waiting on... They teased a, a little video and some other stuff with some rendering about all this, and we've actually seen construction walls and stuff up and around. Man, dude, that's, that's so the other thing to talk about, it. is that uh, Dragon Challenge, literally the day after it closed, they already had uh, had walls set up, and were already starting on construction, or I guess deconstruction. Right? Yeah, they're not wasting any time. Not any time at all. And so, let's go into that a little bit, with uh, Dragon Challenge just closed on the 4th of September, and like you said, they've already got the walls up. Um, what's the rumor of what's going to go in there? Rumor is right now they're calling it a uh, 
the ride that's going to replace it a coaster experience um so not entirely sure what that means if it's more of a uh gringotts type ride to where it it has coaster sections and then they put you onto a uh, is it kukar yeah i can't imagine they're gonna do that again um they've already got that yeah so I, i don't know quite what they're going to do with that but uh there was a rumor going around that it's going to be something to combat the Millennium Falcon ride at Disney uh, when they build Star Wars Land. So, so you don't think it'll be Forbidden Forest? I think that there's a good chance it could be. I mean, that's been the that's been the, the buzz all along. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a good chance it could be because that's kind of the uh, the obvious thing to put in there. And so I, I don't see them uh, passing up on the opportunity to do that. Especially when, I mean, it's it's right there in the movies already with the Ford Anglia and uh, with the Hippogriff. I guess though they already have a ride for the Hippogriff, so. But yeah, there's there's plenty of material to go off of for that yeah, ride. They have a weak ride for the Hippogriff. Yeah. Being another roller coaster, I just hope that but they don't. There are go. people that enjoy roller coasters. I think, that, so. I think that if it is Forbidden Forest or whatever goes there, it's not going to be just your average roller coaster. They gotta keep up in that ante, um, not to be outdone. Okay, so what's coming up normally uh, in Fear Factor is in a theater over in uh, Universal Studios, Florida. Um, let's see here. So it's pushed up right against Halloween Horror Nights, which is normally Bill and Ted's. Yes, and, and it's going to be the final year for final Bill year. and Ted's. Now, right now, they're saying that as soon as Bill and Ted's and everything is done. Fear Factor will open back up. There's also rumor, though, going on that's saying that they're going to be building Ministry of Magic there. Yeah, because it, it butts up right against a, a door inside of Diagon Alley. Yeah. And so it's been rumored forever that the first expansion to Diagon Alley was going to be the Ministry of Magic. And so if they, uh, if they tear down that theater... That opens up a vast, vast and area a big hint to be to able to, uh, to build on. In the phone booth right out in London, they have in the phone booth, you can go and dial magic on the uh-huh. phone, and you get a message from the Ministry of Magic. So I don't know. It seems like that's it. That's got to be a for sure thing. Yeah, I hope. I, I hope to see him expand into both the Ministry of Magic and the Forbidden Forest. Yep, to give them both another boost uh-huh. so that you don't have a lopsided thing where... People, once again, want to go to one park more than the other. And I think they kind of learned that lesson by building <clears throat> building uh, uh, Hogsmeade for Silver Islands of Adventure and watching it suck all of the crowds out of uh, Universal Studios Florida at that time over into Islands of Adventure. So they rectified that by building Diagon Alley on the other side and putting Hogwarts Express between the two. So I think to keep interest coming into both of those parks and let's face it uh potter is their juggernaut yeah it continues and to sell and do very well and it's so only why, set to grow more right. at this why point not expand fantastic it. beasts yeah yep uh let's see here okay okay wet and wild was there a water park that they owned that's now torn down it's a flat piece of land uh the word was that they're going to put Three different hotels on it. Yeah, which will equal about 4,000 rooms. And so that makes perfect sense because they're going to need rooms. As they continue to expand, they have to have more uh, on-site rooms. Uh, With this, if they truthfully add this, and then the Aventura, which is currently being built, 
they're going to have about 10,000 rooms. Um, I'm pretty sure that they're wanting to get to, to at least 10,000 rooms. Okay, so uh, uh, now with the Wet n' Wild expansion uh, property and hotel expansion going on there, uh, they've also, if we kind of divert back a little bit to Volcano Bay and expansion, they have a uh, five-acre expansion that they're already planning to add to Volcano Bay, to, and that'll maximize the property and what they can do with Volcano Bay. In case you don't know where Volcano Bay is, I'll go back into it a little bit more. It's by um, uh, Cabana and by the soon-to-be Aventura and close to Sapphire Falls. Which I want to add, they are making amazing uh, progress on Aventura. Aventura. Yeah, we've driven by it a few times now, and it's it's insane to see just how far they've gone on it. Yeah, and if we get all this put into an overlay, a video overlay, this show, then I think we've got some video. Yeah, we've got some footage of it. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's awesome the shape of it. And yeah, the I think floor to ceiling they glass. A, and they did a uh, virtual reality video. Yeah, kind of a tour through it. Yeah, and I think it's going to be awesome when it finally is uh, is done. Okay, and that's going to be six hundred rooms, and it's going to be a value resort there, with I believe a restaurant or lounge or something at the, in the very top. top. It does remind me of like seventies, sixties, late sixties to. Uh, 70s Vegas with the mirrored glass uh-huh. floor to ceiling so um, <clears throat> definitely be staying there when they get it open I think it's set to open 2018 late 2018 or early 2019 I believe I think it, the exact one was fall of 2018 is what okay. they were planning well we'll wait and see um, let's see here and I think we're down to one of the last things here uh, I did see in some news that SeaWorld, the company Good. that now owns SeaWorld, which is a Chinese company now that owns them, is looking to sell the company. So they're actually at this point trying to, it's been on the block. So they're either trying to sell it in chunks or sell the entire company. Thank you, Big Ben. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, we're hoping because of the, because of universal purchasing, 475 acres right close to this property of SeaWorld that uh, if the timing is right, maybe Universal will purchase it, giving them infrastructure and everything they need for the new property and uh, easily, they would have easily a way to expand fast by using just the SeaWorld property. I think that they would probably refurb, I don't know. With Universal, they don't have a problem with bulldozing stuff no, they and starting over. So they could very well do that. Um, I don't know. I think that's that that's an interesting thing to keep an eye on. Um, there's also Nintendo Land. I forgot Nintendo Land. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so that and could be an entire area yeah. instead of bulldozing a section of current park. Well, they could build it on new land. Yeah. Every bit of the word is right now that the first section of Nintendo Land is going into the kids zone so i i know guys we have far too many <laughs> clocks here and none of them seem to ring at the this same show, time so this show's yeah. gonna sound terrible yeah. it's big ben and big ben's family so <laughs> um yeah hopefully by the next uh show that we do we'll move it to a different area and you won't hear the clocks anymore so all right uh i think that is everything you know let's go through this a little bit uh food reviews you can see the video if you want. 
Uh, but we'll go through a couple of these. Bob Marley, we went and ate at, which is over in City Walk. Uh, let's see here. I got the curry chicken. Yeah. And rice. Sun is shining. Yes, curry sun is chicken. shining. And you got the... I got the uh, Jamaican, or the, yeah, uh, Jamaican jerk chicken. Yeah. Which, man, I, yeah, I can't recommend that enough. And then my father-in-law got the, it was like fish and chips. Fish and yucca. Yeah, is what it was. Uh, okay, so... Yeah, Connor definitely would recommend what he got. I would recommend the curry. Uh, if you want more detail into this and you want to see pictures and video, just check out uh, the video that we put up in the UD Foodies section of our YouTube channel. Um, as far as the yucca and fries, it was bland. It didn't taste horrible, but everything kind of tasted the same, like fried food. Um, okay, the one that I really wanted to get to, though, was the jacketed potato, the shepherd's pie jacketed potato that we bought in London. Yeah, this is something that I heard about uh, I mean, a long time ago now, and we tried to get them at Harry Potter Celebration, and they were actually sold out. Right, and now we understand why. <laughs> yes. It was seven ninety nine, and I swear to you the thing was the size of a bowling ball. It was easily enough to fill both of us. Yeah, it was huge. So, it, yeah, if you're looking for something to eat between two of you for eight bucks, definitely. Uh, right outside of London, and the little kiosk is where it is. Uh, yeah, definitely stop and get that. I think it's, in fact, I'm craving going back and doing that. <laughs> the Shepherd's Pie one again. They have a cauliflower and cheese, I think it is, or broccoli, broccoli and, cheese, and cheese. Which I'm not into broccoli. I compare it to grass that you would eat out of your <laughs> lawn. And I haven't grazed out my lawn lately, so I don't really care to eat that. Um, and then they had one other type that was maybe, I don't know, garlic and butter or something like that. So I would definitely say get the, uh, the shepherd's pie. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, was, oh, it was wonderful. That's a quick synopsis of a couple things that we ate. Oh, we also went to Anahito's. Finally. Finally went to Anahito's. Yeah, we got uh, Connor in there. Um, let's see here. At Anahito's, we got the tamales, which were yeah. like cupcakes kind of. Yeah, it was, it was different than what I was expecting because yeah. usually tamales come in husks. Yeah, like corn husks. Yeah, and so it was a uh, it's cake. like a cornbread cake. Yeah, with still the stuffing with the meat or whatever on the inside of it. Still very good. Yeah, one of them had chicken and like a red sauce, like a picante sauce. Yeah. I think it was over. The other one had chicken and then uh, uh, mushrooms, mushroom. sauce, like a creamy mushroom sauce. Yeah, both of them really well worth it. Yes. Eight ninety five. I've said if you want to just to uh, to go with a cheaper meal get the tamales and then find one other thing off of the appetizer menu and just get that and skip the entree. Uh, as far as entrees, uh, let's see here. I got, oof, trying to remember here at the last minute what I got. Um, oh, I got tacos, chicken tacos. They were good. Um, they were, I think it was like fourteen ninety five maybe. Um, I think they were good. Oh, it also came with uh, rice and beans. Everything tasted fresh, everything tasted good, but I, um, yeah, I mean, you could, it's probably not something I would order again. I would try something else off the menu, so it's not something I'm ready to hurry about, hurry back and get again. How about you, Connor? Do you I, remember uh, what you got? I can't remember what I got. <laughs> okay. I've well, forgotten my line. <laughs> like I said, just go check out the videos and you'll see each place and each thing that we've, uh, reviewed lately oh we also tried the uh the pasties oh Cornish yes, pasties, pasties uh that you we got them at the hopping pot in diagon alley 5.99 uh 
and they were good. Three small little yeah, patties. Just, a, just an easy snack. Yeah. Uh, don't look for something to really fill you up, though. But it's a fun little thing to get to eat, maybe as you drink a butter beer or something. So five ninety nine. It's a fun thing once. I probably wouldn't run in and do it again. No. So. Okay. Well, that was quick and easy. It's late here, so we're gonna wrap things up. Uh, to finish off, kind of what's going on here, we have a major hurricane that's supposed to be blowing in. Welcome to Florida, everybody. <laughs> a major hurricane is supposed to be blowing in here. Uh, this is Wednesday night. I think it's supposed to start coming in on Friday or Saturday. So uh, we're hoping that it kind of skips past us. Um, right now, the model's showing that it's supposed to be here. That hurricane's name is Irma, and she's a feisty old lady. So <laughs> um, who knows? Maybe we'll give you some live broadcast stuff of it as it comes in. I'm kind of stupid that way. So. <laughs> Much to the uh, the frustration of the governor. <laughs> yes. Well, and we're pretty far north. Yeah. So if there's still a chance, though, it's going to trace right up through all of Florida uh, and literally be, even within distance of where we're at, still be a Category 4, which is, I want to say, 145 mile per hour wind. 125. That's Category 3. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Category 4 is still 145, so let's just hope that doesn't happen. All right, before my voice goes away, we're going to say goodnight, and uh, we'll be back with you all again soon, I promise. Say bye, Connor. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is a breaking news alert. We haven't seen this anywhere else, but uh, Connor happened to stumble upon something that, how did you find this? Uh, through the annual passholder page, the Universal Orlando annual passholder page, uh, somebody posted from the app saying that uh, there was a note about Terminator 2 3D, um, that it will be closing as of October 8th of this year. Um, and so they immediately posted the page and asked if it was true, and it was confirmed uh, by the guy who runs the page, who is a team member. He's there. Uh, community head. So this do you, this doesn't sound like an accidental leak. No, no. He said they weren't going to make an official announcement, but that it was it's true. Okay, so Terminator is closing. You want to get a ride on it? Do that sometime um, in early October. Yeah. So the exact note says that uh, yeah, Terminator we, Terminator Two Three D at Universal Studios Florida will run its last shows on Sunday, October eighth, to make way. For an all-new live-action experience based on a high-energy Universal franchise, it will open in 2019. This is one of many exciting new experiences coming to Universal Orlando Resort as we continue our epic growth. Stay tuned. More details will be released soon. Probably Secret Life of Pets. Um, I can't. Yeah, that of... was that was a ride that they talked about putting into Toon Lagoon. Right. Um, and now that's kind of gone away. That rumor. It, it could be Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, I think that makes more sense than putting it up in Toon Lagoon. And you don't want to start putting stuff in Toon Lagoon because I figure at some point they're going to want to level a lot of that. They could keep Uh the water rides and refurb them, at least one of them. I don't think you need two water rides. But you could refurb one of them into something other than uh, Popeye uh, and... Popeye and... Bluetooth, Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Yeah, and the other one is... uh, Holy cow... Anyway, both of them are basically outdated, the themes of them. Uh, even though I think they're a blast and the theming is very nice on them, they could turn them into, at least one of them into something else and then use the space from the other one 
for something else. Who knows? So um, anxious to see what happens here. We just thought we would throw this in here at the end of the show as it just came out. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye.